y'all this is homeroom with smooth this episode number 107 and i got with me debbie ivory how are you doing today i'm doing great i'm doing fantastic how are you i'm good i'm good uh we're not gonna talk about anything else that happened earlier earlier, but i'm good now i'm good now Just run through the people like, man, it's just so crazy. Traffic. I get it. Mm-hmm. it yeah, happens. like that was that was rough. That was rough, man. I almost did some illegal mess, man. I was stuck behind this this truck. It had like these plants and stuff. I'm like, bro, just pull over to the side. You ain't gotta slow us all down. Just pull over to the side. Like let us all go. Line yeah. just backed up. Yeah. But uh Yeah. Anyway. In Texas, it's so crazy too. Mm-hmm. It's just crazy. Yeah, I, I feel it. So mm-hmm. it's been a long time since we've yeah. seen each other. Like what, twenty seven? I know. <laughs> no, it's been like twenty fifteen, twenty sixteen. When I came 20. down there for my birthday, I actually you came in sixteen. You yeah, you had to have come in sixteen then. Wow. I believe it was actually 15. Was it 15 or 16? Because I had, um, I got accepted in the New York Film Academy um, mm. in Burbank, California. And I went out there to tour and just to see if I liked it. But when I went and they was talking about um, how much expensive it was, and then you wouldn't have time to like work. And I'm just like, how I'm going to eat, you know, I have to take care of myself. And at the time, um, I was single. And so, um, I had to really think about, um, if it was the right decision to move to LA and you have to be prepared. So, um, I just decided to, yeah, I finished my, um, year out my senior year and then I moved to Dallas and I've been here ever since. (laughs) Okay. Okay. So, yeah, you know. I, I was supposed I was supposed to move to Dallas, but see what happened was <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't I didn't had a whole like deployment and whole other mess before I even got a chance to even lock in out there. I think I was there for like I was there for like four days, and I was like, oh yeah, I'm finna really? like yeah I'm finna like get me this spot, whoopty whoopty whoop, because I was in a hotel room at the time. I was like, I'm gonna get me this little spot. Everything's gonna be great, and then like. Nah, it just didn't happen. Like I ended up right back here, right back working, and I'm just like, and now I it was supposed to only be a month, and now I'm supposed to go back, and now it's March, and I'm like, yeah, I guess yeah. I'm staying. <laughs> I ain't meant to I leave. I mean, I feel like if you have nested somewhere and it doesn't require you to move, I just think you should just ride it out, and you know, you probably have already invested a lot in the area and. I feel like if you get your foot in the door in LA, you shouldn't, you shouldn't leave unless you're forced to leave. You know, I just feel like it's one of those places. If you make it past a year or two and you're still there, you might as well stay. So, yeah, yeah. that's, that's true. That's, that's very true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 
So, all right. So let's let's walk through this timeline. So, okay, you graduated. Yeah. You came out. You came out to L.A. You celebrated. You went to the film thing, and then after that, you went back. And I think you had you started like your fitness journey. That was the next thing. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, um, when I moved to Dallas, I just kind of said I'm not gonna move to L.A. I just felt like it was gonna be too much for me at that point in time. And I was only going to supposed to be here for like a year, but I ended up mm -hmm. liking Dallas and I ended up um, networking pretty fast. Um, I started start working for a bank of America. Um, I had mm -hmm. a corporate job and then um, it was, I want to say um, about six months in, like sitting at the desk, I had gained so much weight. And, you know, if you know me, my, my weight always fluctuates. I'm, like 10 pounds here, 10 pounds less or whatever the case may be, but I had got up there. And so um, I had followed Kathy and Luther Freeman on the 30 day transformation. And um, I saw a few people that I knew that did. And I was like, well, you know, this looks like this could be really good for me. And, you know, it seems like the people were keeping the weight off. So I decided mm -hmm. to pay for the program. And lo and behold, I wasn't thinking I was going to go viral, I was really, really scared to post my pictures. Like they kept on saying, hey, post your pictures. You look great. Post your pictures. I'm like, no, I got to be in a bikini. And I'm just like, what people knew me from college, you know, being um, president of different nonprofits and just, I just wanted to keep my image at a certain, you know, certain way. And so, mm -hmm. um, but they were like pressing me like, you know, post your pictures. You look good. Post your pictures. I said, well, let me get down another five, 10 pounds and then I'll post. The first time I posted, like I got like two, 3,000 likes and then it just went up from there. Some of them, I got 10,000 likes. Um, my videos was getting like 30,000 views and I'm just like, mm -hmm. this is crazy. And so uh, people were in my comments, your body is fake. Um, you didn't really lose this weight and this and that. What? It was just so crazy. <laughs> They were saying all type of stuff, but like you really have to have, yes, you have to have thick skin on um, social media, especially when you put your body mm -hmm. out there because people will body shame you. People would say, um, and then it was so crazy because Luther actually had to um, write some uh, write some people because when I posted, um, I think the booty pick like from the behind people were like um you you look better um bigger like you don't need to lose any more weight like people were totally against me losing weight so like and <laughs> you know people from college was yes like people from That's college crazy. was saying you look better bigger you don't really look good when you lose a lot of weight and I'm like I feel confident I feel sexy you know right. and, but you know I just kept going and um I was getting posted on Black Fitness page, all these uh, pretty fit melanin, all these different websites. People were stealing my mm -hmm. pictures. Um, Total Life Changes had stolen my pictures at one time, saying that I used their products. I had never bought their products. Um, I yeah. would see my picture like on Explore page, all this stuff. And I'm like, this is crazy. And mm -hmm. so I 
I knew it was crazy when I went to Walmart one day and this girl ran up to me. Oh my God, I follow you and this and that. I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> and it's so crazy because I had a lot more followers than I do now. But I think uh, over the years, I kind of got shadow banned or, um, you know, how your followers just start going away or whatever. Mm-hmm. But um, right now, I'm trying to figure out the shadow band. That's why I've been posting a lot more reels. But um, I am starting my fitness journey back um, because I know that's something that my uh, audience likes. And I looked at my tar- target audience. Most of them are in New York and in L.A., and mm-hmm. so I know that a lot of them don't like me posting my real estate because that's not what they originally followed me for. So I'm mm-hmm. having to figure out how to mix the two. Um, but essentially, uh, when I did the program, I won the program. Um, they put me on a brand ambassador uh, list and I was getting paid monthly. Um, but mm. it was one day I was going to work and I was in a four car collision um, I, I broke two bones in my uh, in my foot oh. and um, I was in the ambulance. I didn't even know I broke my foot and I was in a boot. <sighs> I was in a boot and then um, I had to do physical therapy. I mm-hmm. gained some of my weight back. Um, I was very like just mad and angry because at this point I had to take a leave of absence from work to just get better. And then um as far as, you know, when you get hurt, you know, you really don't mm-hmm. want to eat right. You don't want right. to, you know, you just, you're not feeling well, you know. So um, I just kind of slipped back into my old ways. And then I just, over the course of the last few years, I've just been kind of just maintaining weight, like back and forth. Um, but I end up realizing why mm-hmm. um, my weight was up and down because I got diagnosed with a hormonal imbalance. So um, a lot of times I didn't understand my body and the chemistry. And that's why it's very important for women to, you know, we we have to get annuals, you know, like blood work and, you know, get your annual exam done and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. But like sometimes women have like maybe thyroid issues or hormonal imbalances. And for me, mine is genetic. And so my body doesn't even break down glucose it's just like a receptor like it's just like bounces off it does not go into the cells and so um when I found that out by my doctor I was like oh my god this is crazy this makes sense like one week I'm like I'm like 160 pounds the next week I'd be 175 or 180 Mm -hmm. And um, it runs on both sides of my family. So um, I don't know if you're familiar with Kiki Palmer basically coming out about it. It's it's um, PCOS, which is basically it's a hormone imbalance. It's a genetic mm-hmm. disorder. It's nothing you can do about it. There's no cure for it. The only thing you can do is like maintain it. And so what I have to do, I have to be very strategic on what I eat. I have to be very strategic the um, the timings that I eat and stuff like that, but it is difficult. And, um, you know, I just have to, you know, stay steadfast. I do a lot of intermittent fasting. Um, sometimes I'll do carb cycling, like, you know, do some rice or, or I may do, um, uh, I would say like mashed potatoes, like 
mm-hmm. you can't really have like burgers and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. um, it, it's difficult. But you know, I'm on this roller coaster ride, and you know, mm-hmm. uh, for all us women out there to have hormonal imbalances, we're gonna get through this, and you know, we just gotta, mm-hmm. um, you know, stay strong. I feel that, man. That's wow. Yeah. Wow. That's man. So you. Yeah. So you. So you had. So you. You were. You were on your fitness journey, then you found out one thing from another thing, you know what I'm saying, as like, man, that's that's crazy. That's a crazy roller coaster to go on, man. So um like like what what did you do? What did you do for like your like your mental like your mental health though too? Like how you um, took care of your your body, like how what you do for your mental health? Because I know that had to be like mentally taxing, especially with the comments and then people probably asking you like why aren't you posting anymore? What's going on? You know? Or you go around people at work or, you know, friends and they like, dang, you gain your weight back. And it's really emotional because at the time I really thought I was a failure. I really thought I was like, man, like, I was like, why am I constantly slipping back into my old habits, eating whatever, drinking alcohol on the weekends and stuff like that. But I wasn't understanding. I had a whole disorder and Mm -hmm. um, I'm not blaming everything on a disorder because, you know, you still have habits that can lead to weight gain. But Mm -hmm. I had I had something that restricted me a lot. Like I literally would eat just something small and get bloated or whatever the case may be. My mental health was really it was, it was, it was pretty bad at the time because, you know, you can't work out. Um, You see your, you know, you see your followers kind of declining, your comments are declining. And the only thing I could do was like pretty much pray. And um, I did a lot of um, writing. I don't know if you Mm -hmm. saw my, um, on my Instagram went to Sedona, Arizona uh, last in November, 2020. So when I uh, took that, um, when I took that trip, that trip changed my life. Uh, and I didn't even realize a lot of celebrities, a lot of different people go to Sedona for some, uh, for healing. And mm-hmm. I just wrote a letter to everybody in my family that I wanted to forgive, um, friends, different things that went on in my life over the years that I was holding in bondage and even just forgiving myself for even just depending on different things that was really not my fault, you know? And so I look at that journey as a beautiful one because everything unfolded how it's supposed to be. And so Mm -hmm. I know one thing about me though, I knew it was a hump, but I knew that I am a uh, big believer on keeping moving forward. And I knew that one day I would get back out there and do, you know, my social media and do everything because, um, it's it's not in me just to be still. It just took me yeah. time to heal and took me time to get out of my own head thinking. And then I got married too. So you yeah. kind of get a little comfortable <laughs> when you first get married. Yeah. It was just us two. And, you know, we, we um, we're eventually going to have, like I, I said, when we together for five years, well, we've been together almost six years, but married for five years. Um, that's when we're going to have a, um, like a reception. And so we did it that way because I had a lot of friends that, you know, got married and had these big old weddings and they 
spent like 30k and they said oh I didn't even know who's at my wedding I didn't even enjoy my wedding it was stressful oh I got into it with this bridesmaid and this and that and I just I'm just that type of person I know a lot of people but Mm -hmm. I'm very protective of my personal life and my private life I'm very protective over that and I know that that would have been too overwhelming so I just said you know let's just you know, us two, you know, we hit it off and we, you know, we go get married. And that's the most important thing is just between you and that individual and, mm-hmm. you know, the love that you share. Yeah. Right, right, right. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my guy, man. Tell him, tell him I said what's up. Tell him I said what's up. That's my I guy. Will, <laughs> I will. I will. It's so crazy because in college, like we would see each other, we knew each other, but we didn't talk to each other like that until my senior year and Mm. I think it was because you know I had actually prayed to God that I wanted a husband and he said he was you know praying to God he wanted a wife I just think you know um, I had went through a lot of stuff you know and I just wasn't willing to continue to just be in the streets or be in the world and dealing with different people you know it's just Mm -hmm. I just feel like I'm too valuable to live that lifestyle. And, and, you know, I just don't even know how some women or some men, they just continue to just be in the streets and just go out and just be with this person, that person. And I understand like dating is hard. It is hard Mm -hmm. and you know, it's limited on who you can get and stuff like that and who's real. But I feel like if you do your self work, that right person Mm -hmm. is going to show up. And so that's very important to me. And I just, I, and I'm a hopeless romantic and I just can't, (laughs) I just can't be out here being single. I just can't do it. (laughs) Right. Right. Hey, hey, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here. It's crazy out here in the street. It's crazy. I'm like, yo, (laughs) like the, the change, the transition that happened in the last like four to five years in the streets. Hey, Stay out. <laughs> Go home. <laughs> this ain't yeah, it. Yeah, it's just I, I hear these horror stories from my friends and family. I'm just like, I will be dead because I couldn't even deal with an inch of what you know they go through because I'm just mm-hmm. like, I'm not gonna deal with that. Like I, I value myself too much, but you know, you really have to really do your own self-work. And a lot of people they're like, oh, why well, haven't found somebody? Why haven't gotten a relationship? Have you really turned the mirror on yourself? Do you know the things that you're, you know, holding on to or things you haven't worked out with your own self to attract mm-hmm. what you need to get married or if that's what you want to do, you know? Because um, some people don't want to get married. Some people want to be single and that's fine, you know, but for people that want that, you got to really turn, you got to really start investing in yourself, dating yourself, loving yourself. Mm -hmm. And I promise you that person is going to show up. You can't be jumping in and out of relationships and then um, expect, you know, something grand to show up and you haven't did yourself work. So Mm -hmm. that's true. That's very true. Um, Then also, uh, so, okay. So, that happened. You got married somewhere during your marriage. You started, you started a realty, you started uh yeah, realty company or you started working for a realty company. Like exp- explain that, explain yeah, yeah. that aspect of your life. So, so when I um moved to Dallas, 
And mm-hmm. my first day at Bank of America, my heart plummeted because I was like, this looks like jail, but mm-hmm. I'm going to deal with it, you know, because I got to support myself. But um, I knew I wasn't going to be there um, forever because I just have an entrepreneur type mindset. And I've, I've had an LLC since I was 19. So um, which was my entertainment business in, in college. But mm-hmm. um, basically, um, I had realized that my dad had always spoke to me about you have to own your own business. You have to work for yourself for, you know, for true freedom. And Mm -hmm. so he actually did real estate when I was about 10, 11 years old, he had got out of prison and he had did all the studies and everything. And once he got out of prison, he um, was a mortgage uh, broker in Houston. And so Mm -hmm. he lost everything in 07 and 08. So Mm -hmm. basically um, I saw him with these big old checks when I was little, like 12,000, 15,000. I'm just like, that's going to be me one day. And so he taught me everything I know about real estate and trucking. He's still in trucking to this day. So Mm -hmm. basically um, I had uh, um, went to real estate school, champion school of real estate. And Mm -hmm. um, this year make four years, I'll be a realtor. So I essentially stayed at Bank of America for a while to get my savings up until I was comfortable enough to, to walk away. And Mm -hmm. so um, I created my um, real estate LLC, which is Debbie Ivory Homes LLC. And real estate is going to always forever be a part of me because I actually love it. I love it so much. It's crazy. Like I stay on the MLS trying to find a deal, talking to Mm -hmm. clients, go to the events. It's, it's really my true passion. I really love real estate. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I've been doing it for four years. Next year will be five years, and I'll be applying hey. for my brokerage license. Yeah. Nice. Hey. Yeah. You, you might yeah. have to hook me up with yeah. a career yeah. one day. I might have to hit you. Oh, yeah. And I'm expanding. I um I sell in Dallas, Houston, Austin. So, yeah, I'm, I'm licensed for the whole state of Texas, and I'm already um in the works of expanding to other states, too. So, because I know people everywhere. So, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm oh, excited. Yeah. For, sure. for sure, for sure. Okay, yeah. so you, you mentioned the trek, trucking piece. So let, let's get into that. So how how did how did you get started on that piece? Because I think that's like your last, like, big piece you, you, you added to your life. Man, I'm going to be honest. Like, I'm a woman mm-hmm. wholeheartedly. But I am a hustler. And so my dad, um, he would always, he told me about trucking when I was in high school. He was like, babe, you need to, you know, you need to get a truck one day, you know, because it'll make so much money. You make six figures or whatever, a truck, blah, blah, blah. And I just never did it, you know, because I'm like, I don't have time for that. And so I came across the opportunity and I uh, bought a box truck um, and I bought it out. Uh, outright for cash and basically I had called um, different dispatchers and different companies and what I did was I got a contract and so Mm -hmm. basically I got the truck first and um, I had um, more experience in the box trucks because you know it's non-CDL required Mm -hmm. so basically I got the box truck got um, secured a contract and then 
I went to work and, you know, hired some movers and we was, we was ready to go. And so um, right now we have three trucks on the road and we plan to expand. So it, it's now trucking is very, very, very tough. It's very tough. It's mm-hmm. very tough. <laughs> but I love it as a passive, passive income. You said what? I said emphasis on the tough. <laughs> On the on the tough emphasis on the it's tough you get because it. yeah no, because yeah. um trucking business you said what no I didn't say anything I haven't said nothing at all okay I think because you kind of cut out for a second yeah uh-huh. so the trucking business it brings in a lot of cash flow but it has a lot of maintenance you know your truck may break down even if it's a twenty twenty two. It's going to break down it, the cost of fuel. You got to pay your employees. You got people that won't show up for work. It, it's a it's a hardcore business. It will bring the beast out of you. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you have to be very direct. You have to be, um, you cannot have um, shallow skin. You have to have very thick skin. So um, mm-hmm. that's, that's one of my back-end businesses. But my main um, business is real estate. But I do run the trucks on the side as well. But um, I love the trucking business, but it's it's a beast. It's a beast. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's crazy, man. Um. So with that said, yeah. like, what, what can what? So what can people expect from you in the future? Like, what can they expect from Debbie? So, um, like I said, next year I'll be applying for my broker's license, and I'll have my mm-hmm. own brokerage and everything. Um, as far as me, myself, you can always expect for me to create new reels, um, follow me on my Instagram. Um, if you need to buy a house, I also do apartments. I help people find, um, anything you can think of land. I'm working on a commercial deal right now. I'm very excited about that. Um, you just expect me to be full fledged on social media and, um, and just doing everything that I've been doing. And I don't plan on adding too many different ventures to my life right now because I'm very, I am very busy. And so um, I'm keeping it really at real estate and trucking right now. And essentially my husband kind of runs the trucking, which I focus a lot more on the real estate. So um, that's kind of what we're doing right now is growing and expanding and climbing the ladder and you know mm-hmm. one day I will be a millionaire and we're gonna just speak right. it into existence you know right right yeah we all we all gonna be up we all gonna be millionaires yeah yeah I'm excited I'm really excited because this is the first time in my life over the past couple of years that I actually can smell it you know when you mm-hmm. can smell it that that's how you know you know you're doing mm-hmm. the right thing you're in the right room you know I'm I've been I'm in rooms where I'm like, I literally was not supposed to grow up in this, or I sh- I should have never been able to have access to this, but I have worked my butt off to get to where I'm at. Like, you know, I sit at tables with people where I'm like, oh my God, like this is a little nervous thing, but you know, I- I'm meant to be there and God has placed me there for a reason. So um, I'm excited. And so I'm just, I'm just ready for this journey, but I will put a little, secret out there I am working on my book because 
it's a lot of stuff that I went through as a child and stuff I went through in high school. And people really don't know that side of me, but um, I'm going to be releasing that probably probably next year. I'm working on it. Um, I'm halfway okay. done as far as, you know, um, putting everything together. So you can be looking out for that. I don't have a name yet, but that's something that, you know, is to come for sure. Okay. All yeah. right. That's that's dope. That's dope, man. Yeah. It, it's, it's good catching yeah. up with you. You know what I'm saying? Like, we ain't folk in like yeah. five years. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's really I good. know. It's been a while. And I'm getting back out there with my working out. I'm doing two-a-days right now. So, Ooh. you know, I'll get back there and I'll be posting. It's just I'm having a hard time how to mix my real estate and my fitness because it's you really got to be consistent with one thing on Instagram. But, you know, I gotta, I'll figure it out somehow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always right, do. Right. All right. Well, y'all, this has been um I want to first of all, I want to thank you, Debbie Ivory, for coming through. You know, this highly appreciated. Um, all her contact yeah. information is right there down below. All of it. Um thank you for having me. You're welcome. You're welcome. Anytime. So, guys, ladies, this has been episode 107 of the Home Moves Move podcast. Thank y'all for watching. We out.